0: I'm Lindsay Curtis, and this is Her Return, a podcast devoted to women making the journey of returning home to their divinely human feminine essence. Each episode is an opening up of a real life topic with experiential techniques and tools to support you on your journey home. Hello, beautiful. I am so happy to be sitting here with you, Um, although I'm recording at a certain point in time space, I always feel like I'm really sitting with you, the listener, and I invite you into my space before each episode, so I can remember who it is I'm talking to, and I'm just so happy to be back talking to you, and... um, being back into the podcast and into the greater swing of things with my projects after a very long and spacious maternity full-time mothering time. Um, Well, birthing first, went through the birthing and then postpartum and sweet caring for my darling baby boy, Isaiah. And part of this last season of my life is what I wanted to bring into discussion today and I thought there's no better episode to revamp the podcast with than that of it being that it is through creation that we transform that we heal and that we get to be our best selves In our highest alignment. I have a lot of other episodes that I would love to get on and talk to you about, especially about our instinctual nature which I've just had a very intimate experience with and more on self-parenting and what it really means to be an embodied woman and an embodied mother in today's world. And that'll come But um, for now, let us really dive into creativity and what it takes. (laughs) What does creativity take? Well, creativity in itself requires rearrangement. It requires shifting and transformation. All of creativity, we take certain elements and we break them apart and rearrange them and put them back together again. You know the old saying, you can't bake a cake without breaking an egg. Well, it's true for just about every endeavor. Everything we wanna create, things need to be broken. And it is often through that breaking that we get to heal, that we get to transform, and we get to meet the parts of ourselves that have been left in the subconscious, the parts of ourselves that we weren't able to even notice before let alone really integrate. And this is often what's interesting is that there's a lot of, you know, spiritual false light programming about we have to be fully healed before you can do something or create something or be someone. Like you have to be fully healed and 100% in self-love before you can be in a relationship. Or you need to know you're worthy 100% and be so self-sufficient before you can begin to serve others. Or, you know, um, I'm trying to think of another really popular example that I get to hear with people with the women I serve. You know, just thinking that you need to have it all figured out and be 100% perfect before engaging in the very act that you deeply desire. And part of being a divine creator, which you are, part of being that divine creator here to experience yourself being, creating and playing is being daring and going forward in following your desire and being led by the desire to create because that very desire that you have for the relationship or the work project or the family or the next version of yourself That very desire is what's going to lead you through the portal of transformation that it's going to require you to cross in order to experience that desire fully. But it doesn't mean you have to wait until you're experiencing whatever it is fully before you can have it. (laughs) I know maybe that's a little confusing. Some of you are really going to get that right away and others it's going to be a little bit of a mind game. But I really want to ask you, what is something that you deeply desire to create and to be experiencing in your life today? Now, I support women in accessing and reclaiming their creativity and their fertility and their sexuality and the power that sexual energy really is, and really reclaiming that for their heart's desire. And there's been so much conditioning here, inherited and uh, present day, that dictates the opposite, and that your energy should be given out all around you, instead of so firmly rooted inside of yourself. So it really is a revolutionary act to be courting desire, to be following desire, and to be intimate with desire, and exactly what it is that your soul truly desires to create, and it requires a great amount of courage to claim that desire and to go forward with it. I've been getting really intimate with a certain kind of desire lately, and when I say desire, You know, I'm talking about sexual desire, sure, but I'm also talking about all desire. I'm talking about that deep, soulful calling, the longing, that which you long for, the thing that's coming from deep within your womb and from the darkest recesses of your heart that are calling something forward into creation, into being, that desire. Oh yeah, I wanted to share with you the the experience that I've had with really following desire after the birth of my baby. And maybe before that I can just say how the creation of uh, my child was deeply, deeply healing and transformative for my own mother wound in very unexpected and totally exciting ways. It was quite surprising to me actually that um well first of all for for those who don't know um my mother my mother died of a drug overdose when i was five years old and my parents had actually gotten divorced before i turned one and then my mother started well she was using drugs which is why my parents kind of separated and um, then she started really not being well, and my father took custody of me when I was two years old. And then I only saw her maybe a f- handful of times, from two to five, and then, and then she died. She was gone. And this left, obviously, a big hole in a lot of ways in my life. And uh, my father had remarried the same year that my mother died, and uh, my stepmother had a child that same year. So I had a very uh, tumultuous childhood and especially like the first few years actually were very, very um, splattered with um, unconsciousness we'll say and a lot of a lot of pain and And fleeing the present which is actually what what happens when we're using drugs right we we flee we're trying to flee the present uh, pain that we're experiencing and so we inflict this kind of self-harm instead of using the power of transformation to go through it Um, and that was my mother's experience and my mother was a very beautiful woman who herself had experienced a lot of trauma she was adopted as a young baby and didn't ever know about her birth story or her birth parents. And I know it was, I know from my aunt telling me that it was something that was always kind of a question, but she never was able to, to look into that for herself. And then um, as a teenager, she experienced uh, multiple um, sexual assaults and Uh, many different things I could talk about my mom's life forever and I don't want to do that for you uh, right now but my mother she had a very intense life um, and unfortunately there was just so much darkness that really was on top of her and she didn't have the self-intimacy she didn't have the tools she didn't have the the knowing of how to deal with that. And she wasn't able to and so ultimately like she died of a drug overdose and i grew up always knowing that like when i when she died my father told me it was a drug overdose and i remember being very confused of uh, my biggest question as a five-year-old was why did she choose drugs over me and i always before that before my mom died i always planned on one day like sitting down with her and asking her why um but she obviously died, and I wasn't able to physically sit down. And it didn't took me until my late 20s where I started doing a lot of dream work and uh, really healing this, this primary attachment wound where I started conversing with my mother's soul and, and learning a lot more about her life that I didn't really see yet. And messages would come through my night dreams and also my daydreams. And I've been on a very, 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 very big, long, long journey with my mother throughout my life to really heal this connection, to come to deep, deep, deep forgiveness and expression and expression of my anger and and my upset and my rejection and my abandonment um, and the many different colors, really, of that wounding. And so in my own journey to become a mother, I. Uh, I knew for a while that I was being called into mothering, and it was a deep desire that I had. But I decided to wait until I was ready, until my life was ready. And what that meant to me was that my partner would also be 100% ready, and we would together decide to consciously create uh, our child and consciously conceive. And so if you want to hear more about <laughs> conscious conception um, or or preconception, you can listen to episode number 22, which is about my personal preconception journey and uh, what it is really about preconception. And then um, conscious conception, there's an episode episode number three, which is really great of the podcast as well. Uh, so, Go check those out later. I'll leave uh, links in the notes. So yeah, part of my creation journey in becoming a mother myself was that uh, I wanted it to be conscious, one. And in order for that to happen, I actually took all the energy that wanted to go out into mothering, and I turned it inside. And so I really, really, really devoted myself to being the mother of myself and to really mothering myself into being a mother. <laughs> and, and I took all of that energy, all of that powerful, powerful, fertile energy that is quite biological. You know, I was about 28 when I very consciously grabbed this energy from my ovaries and (laughs) turned it into my heart um there's an incredible potency that we have as women and, and with our fertile energy and we can pump it into anything all throughout our lives and um so for me what i did with this energy is i really turned it in and and mothered myself knowing that it was in service to my creation and and so i did that for years right and then when we finally felt like, okay, now's the time. Not that we were perfect, not at all that I was like perfect uh, in my mothering, but it felt right. And so my partner and I said, yes, let's let's create a baby. We created our baby, and then through pregnancy, actually, because pregnancy is so amazing, we have almost ten months to really embody this transition from maiden to mother. And through that time, anything that we need to deal with is going to come up through our dreams, through our um, inner images, through our meditations, through our body movements, through conversations. We're going to be triggered. We're going to have memories. Whatever needs to happen will happen. And this is something I support a lot of women with. Through their pregnancy journey but also through all of creation journey because whether it is you're pregnant with a child or you're pregnant with a business or you're pregnant with a secret creative desire there is a very real calibration that happens in the process of creation okay so throughout this this calibration process for me I was um, continually refining my connection with my mother. And then what happened was a few times while I was pregnant I had this intense visceral experience of my mother's joy when she was pregnant. And prior to that I wasn't able to really conceive it. When I thought about my mother being a mother, I always kind of thought she was a failure. And and I was holding on to that identity for a while until i myself became pregnant and i realized like just how amazing uh, and unique pregnancy is we're literally one with the whole matrix of creation the organic matrix of creation in life and and it's just such an incredible time and i was able to give myself even more forgiveness and understanding to my mother and all mothers here on earth except if you're a psychopath you Like there is incredible, incredible, incredible openings that occur through pregnancy that can't possibly be understood without the direct experience of it. Um, And I say this with the fullness of my heart because we can never actually embody something. We can never fully understand something unless we embody it. Okay, we can have a conceptual idea, But thats it's a concept and it is an idea and it's a limited experience until we are able to fully live it in every cells of our being and have it be embodied. So through this embodiment um, I was able to really receive my mother's joy and what that joy did to just illuminate all the little recesses inside of me that were still desiring her love but felt they didn't get it, they got it. And it it was really amazing to have this deep um, love transform what bits needed to be transformed. And it was something that, yeah, I couldn't have possibly ever touched unless I was in the act of myself creating life. Maybe. I mean, I think that, but life is very mysterious in its ways of giving us opportunities to integrate. So maybe it would have come eventually in another way. But anyway, that's how I lived it. And It was really incredible. So we don't have to wait until we are perfect because perfection is is an ideal that is unattainable, right? It's actually, we're perfectly imperfect. And the more we embrace our imperfection and we decide to dare and go for it and follow our innate inner desire, and be in alignment also with divine timing because divine timing is a real thing. Then we get our our creations get to be illuminated with so much more goodness. So another part of creation that I really wanted to talk about is following desire and how revolutionary it really can be to follow desire to really really court it. Mm. so i want to give you a really long story but i see that um we're already about 20 minutes so maybe i'm gonna make the desire yeah i'm gonna make the desire another episode for now we'll just stick with how we actually transform and heal through the act of creation so through creating a business, I'll give you another example, because I've witnessed so a number, a number of women, so many women that I've supported, it's been through creating their business that they get to heal their very own unworthiness, and they really up-level their value, their self-value. And it's not because actually they're creating something and so that their worthiness or value is is attached to that thing they're creating, but it's because through the act of creating, any aspects of that unworthiness or that question of value is gonna pop up, and that's where the opportunity is to address it. And so it's through creation that that we require a lot of our creative energy, right, to create. And that creative energy, anywhere where it's blocked, anywhere where it's stagnant, anywhere where it's spiraling inward, is going to become illuminated to us. It's going to become, uh, it's going to call our attention. And as it calls our attention, we get to choose to be courageous and go into it and look at it and learn from it and possibly, hopefully, choose to transform it. Hmm. So I really just wanted to have this as a jump off for our podcast and and get in here to talk to you about creativity and and daring because I've just you know the world really 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 needs your daring right now and your creativity for whatever it is your very heart is calling forward and I would love to support your creativity in any way that I can. I'm opening up some some time slots for womb activation sessions and a womb activation session is a beautiful dreaming and energetic transmission where we get to go into whatever it's going to take to open up the next level of your own creativity in um, in this container of a womb activation session so often these sessions where we get to open up more of your womb's creative energies. sometimes we're working more on the heart, sometimes we're working more on the voice, other times it's more just your innate divine alignment, but this activation session is a really beautiful introduction to how we can work together and perhaps go on a longer term journey. And if not me, may it be someone else. May you find the support that will really help to elevate you to the next level of your creative expression. Because there's nothing greater than for you to return home to your fullness as the creative divine human being that you really are. All right, beloved. with that, I will leave you. Until next time. I'm Lindsay Curtis and thank you for listening to her return the podcast. If you've enjoyed today's exploration into creativity, do subscribe and review this podcast. Give me some stars, some hearts, some thumbs up, whatever it is. Let me know that you're loving what you're hearing. And if you're ready to dive deeper into your own creativity, head over to my website, at www.herreturn.com and book yourself in a complimentary 30-minute session where we get to meet and discuss how we may open up some space together. All right, until next time, may you return home to yourself today.